Welcome to the WP Candy Podcast proper. This is episode number 33. I'm your co-host, Ryan Immel, joined by Brian Krogsgaard. Howdy, Brian. Hello. Uh, and uh, this is our second, I guess, show back with the, the normal show, normal rotation. And just a reminder for those listening, because we do do a handful of shows on the site anymore, uh, that this is the show for sort of the, you know, cut and dry WordPress news you have to know each week. Uh, we usually hit around a half an hour, so it's not too long for, for those of you that don't <laughs> don't enjoy listening. We were just talking about before the show that, you know, last night's WP Late Night uh, is close to four hours long. Uh, so this is like this is like the anti-late night, really. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is this is the uh, the half hour drive to work WordPress podcast. The early bird special. The early bird special. I like it. Man, we've got to rename the podcast again. Uh, um, uh, what's new with you? How are you? I haven't talked to you since last week, which is which is actually really good for the show, I think. Yeah, I am doing well. Good. Just working. Mm-hmm. But so. Uh, same, same. I mean, all sorts of stuff going on, but uh, everybody can probably read about that on the site. So, actually, uh, last night, I remembered that I'm going to DC in June. My wife's got a conference, a pharmacy conference that she's going to, so I'm tagging along. For a cheap trip. Nice. And uh, she's got her conference all during the day, so I'm going to work during the day. And it looks like I might be meeting up with Nason at some point to get together. I've never met him before, so I thought that'd be cool. Yeah, honestly, if, if, if it just so happens to, to, to time out so that there's uh, – or the timing works so that they're doing any sort of meetup thing out there, that's one of the uh, largest WordPress meetup groups that I've heard of. I know, and I haven't looked at their schedule but I would really love to be part of one of their meetups if they're gonna if they're gonna do it. I know they usually average like a hundred people or something. Right, which seems to be so that that's sort of like the the ideal or or I guess the the target that a lot of meetup groups tend to shoot for. Once you can hit that size, I mean, at that point you can split into two groups if you wanted to. Which yeah, is cool. I guess I could look that up. But anyway, so I went yeah, to that's uh, all I got going on. I went to the um, WordPress Columbus meetup last week. Just for fun. Uh, they're only a couple hours away from me, uh, and I've been trying to – or I've been starting to go to some meetups here in, in sort of the Midwest that you know are, I guess, reasonable to, to drive to in, in an afternoon. And uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a really cool group. Uh, I was actually um, – uh, they, they did a really – they were it was a really interesting talk at their meetup group that night about sort of the WordPress community and the dynamics and where to find things and how to contribute in ways other than code which is something that isn't talked about always a whole lot. Uh, and so I thought it was I thought it was a really, really great meetup. And, and, and plus, it's inspiring to see what other meetup groups are doing, particularly when it comes to planning and organizing the Fort Wayne meetup. So I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, I saw that you were going to that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's, fu- it's funny when, because um, uh, on the way out there, I tried to pull up and, and you know, say, because it wasn't really until I left that I was absolutely sure that I would be going, because it's one of those yeah. things. Uh, but I ended up, you know, trying to pull up their meetup page to let them know that, yes, I will be there to, to confirm. And I think it's a little bit telling when the, the meetup.com, like, default search, at least for their mobile view, uh, defaults to only, like, letting you search for events within your, 100 miles of your location. Oh, yeah. So that, that's what it felt like when it was like, oh, sorry, we could not find the – it felt like meetup saying, you know, come on, really? Do you really need to drive to a meetup this far away? It felt like it was kind of making fun of me. But – in any case, well, it was a good time. Yeah, were there a lot of people there? Uh, 
they had uh, I think it was like a 15 20 person group I think uh, which is totally fine I think for a uh, yeah it's pretty good size group. absolutely the Birmingham ones usually around a dozen people but it was fairly new and we did it mostly before the word camp in January so gotcha I'm sure we'll get back at it soon I think everybody was pretty tired afterwards <laughs> yeah all right, so news. Uh, news. We have a lot more information about the updates to the WordPress.org plugin directory. We, I think, did we touch on that a little bit last week? Because I think we saw that the favorites were. Yep, some of the first things were starting up uh, when we talked last week, and it kind of blossomed since then. Yeah, so there are a couple of um, interesting things. I think the the, the favoriting is is neat, but. Uh, I would say probably my favorite part of the updates, uh, the, the, the plugin-specific forum page looks awesome now, particularly if, if – not that it didn't – I mean, before it was kind of a generic tag sort of archive page within the WordPress.org forums. That's kind of how it displayed, mm -hmm. uh, which was fine. You know, it was functional. did what it needed to do. Uh, but now any sort of – any support topics around a specific plugin are brought into their own tab on that plugin page, and if the – plugin author has a header graphic then it's displayed at the top which just makes it look so cool i think yeah um, and i think they have the same architecture that they used to so like it's just a tag with the plugin slug mm -hmm. uh that manages what question goes where um but it, the interface for it with this under the support tab is really nice i am a and fan. then it took me a while at first i thought they took off the uh, you know, current version, like you could just go look at a plain text file mm -hmm. of the existing plugin. And I really liked that because you don't have to download it to check something out. So a lot of times I just go browse a plugin to see what kind of function it does for this or that. And under the developers tab now, you can subscribe to their development log or you can just browse the code uh, either in track or in a subversion repository. And I really, really like that. That is neat. I, I also, speaking of the, the sidebar changes, the uh, author is now displayed on the right, which I, I think it used to be that way, and then it was moved. It know, moved to the bottom. Right. Uh, yeah. And I think it, I mean, the display, it, it looks a lot nicer now, I think. Just the, the formatting fits really well. But, but I, I like it a lot because I tend to, like, I, it's going to probably take a few weeks before my instinct to just scroll to the bottom to see who made the plugin <laughs> goes away because I'm so used to doing that. Uh, so I like that the authors are now added to the sidebar as well. Let's see. There's also uh, uh, the, I forgot to really mention it, or, or I guess I overlooked it a little bit in the post that I did about the plugin directory refresh, and that is that uh, now anybody can subscribe to email notifications about commits to WordPress plugins. So uh, when the the last kind of big update to the plugin directory was sort of developer focused, right? It was the, it was, I think that was the update that, um, which I should pull up. I know we covered it on the blog, but I, I think that was the, the same update where the graphic headers were introduced. And that was when developers would get notifications about any commits that they put up. And, that, and I think mm -hmm. that was around the same time. It might've been the exact same sort of week that that all happened, but it's, that was sort of to help combat, um, security issues, right? If somebody's account's compromised, they'll at least get an email notification if somebody else is committing code to their plugin, uh, which is good. Now anybody can do that. So you can actually subscribe to any sort of changes for specific plugins. And I think, uh, I don't have a plugin page up 
um, to know exactly where that is. I don't know if it's on the developer tab or somewhere else. Let me check. It's on the uh, developer tab. It is. You okay. can subscribe. Awesome. So that's that's really cool, particularly for uh, plugins with active development. Uh, I, I tend to just sort of habitually check change logs when I'm about to update a plugin, but I think this would be a slightly more active way, even though I think if I went through and I enabled this for all the plugins that I use, I'd get a lot of emails because I use a lot of plugins. Uh, but still, yeah, nice touch. Yeah, I like it. It'd be really, it'd be really neat if just throwing this out there, mm -hmm. if you could uh, subscribe like from your WordPress dashboard. If there was a subscribe button that said Ooh. subscribe to development load for all these plugins, so like if it generated an OPML file, right? How cool would that be? That would be cool. Or even if there was then a plugin that could you know, pull that information from your your WordPress.org account and display that in a dashboard widget or something when you're logged into WordPress. Yeah. Just kind of see all of those. Huh. Um, I just want to make sure that yeah. I get that into the... I think, I think those are some... Still, to the average person, would be somewhat subtle mm -hmm. changes to the plugin directory, but I think for people that use it a lot... Very nice. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think that reminds me too, by the way, that I, was, I tend to look at Jetpack since it's always like at the top of the plugins page whenever mm -hmm. I'm looking at new features. Mm -hmm. I think Jetpack came out with four new versions in 24 hours. Really? Like obviously minor releases. Yeah, so I can, it throws me to the uh, track for plugins mm -hmm. straight from the uh, plugin directory now. And 1.3.1 came out 36 hours ago, and 1.3.4 came out 17 hours ago. <laughs> hey, always up to date. That's that's the problem. Well, that means I'm four versions out of date on probably all of my installs because you, you know so I far behind. Yesterday, You're so far behind. Speaking of track, what a miserable failure I am. <laughs> Speaking of track, uh, this is the uh, I just dropped in the chat the milestone for 3.4 on the WordPress uh, track system. Uh, and, uh, you know, we like to kind of joke around every once in a while and say, hey, when do you think or when do you expect or when do you bet that, you know, the next version of WordPress will come out? And it's actually <laughs> it's actually relatively easy to predict, right? You just need to go and look at track and see the number of, of active and open tickets. And uh, right now it looks like we're down to 13 active tickets for 3.4, uh, which that's, to put that number in perspective, 502 tickets have been closed. So it's certainly the home stretch, uh, and anybody... I'll make sure that link goes into the show notes. Anybody who wants to uh, kind of track the development, it's pretty easy to do so. It's all kind of out in the open. Yeah. Getting closer. And let's see. Out of what's left, it looks like Jake with Ryan, Nason, pretty much own most of them. Mm -hmm. So they'll probably be fixed really soon. Yeah, I mean, at, at really this, smart people are handling the last tickets. <laughs> at this point, the um, last few tickets are, are pr pretty uh, minor cleanup issues, um, and then and then I'm sure it'll be uh, obviously then we'll roll out into a beta stage and it'll go on a dot com and there'll be a whole process there. But uh, getting pretty close. It's it's you mean a release candidate stage? Release candidate then a beta stage. Yes, yes. I, yeah, once they roll out features to dot com, well, you, just, you just went robot. You just went robot, Brian. Uh oh. 
I'm back. I'm back. Whoa. Still robot. It's Skype. It's Skype. Oh, now you're kind of coming back. I'm back? Uh, pretty much, I think so. Okay. Well, yeah. Let's just act like this never happened. Yeah. Well, I'll, I've, I've taken note of the time code so I can edit out that section. The last thing that uh, you were saying was something about um, 3.4 updates. You want me to just play back what you said so we can pick it up right where it was? Nah. Okay. Nah, probably it, nothing important. It'll just be disjointed. There'll be a RC release candidate soon, so yeah. Oh, and I said once 3.4 hits .com, like once some of the features start to hit .com, you know it's getting close on .org. Right, and at, and at that point in particular is, is where it's important to be testing. You know, yeah, your own that happened about a week ago, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see, speaking of big updates, so CodePoet relaunch, and I know I haven't talked to you about this, because it's just happened not. the weekend. Uh, I've had CodePoet open in my browser for about the last 48 hours. Really? Yeah, because I haven't had time to read the ebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, uh, I honestly haven't yet either, which is a shame because they seem really cool. Uh, so CodePoet, for those that didn't see the news over the weekend, CodePoet is Automatic's website that for a long time since its creation has been uh, – basically a directory of uh, sort of high-end uh, consultants that they sort of review and recommend. So usually I think the the, the bottom, uh, you know, price point is like 10 grand or something like that, and then it goes up. And, uh, you know, consult- consultants and service providers that focus on WordPress development, that's what CodePoet has been for a long time. It's got a cool sort of search interface uh, and everything. Um, very, very cool stuff. Now they've kind of relaunched CodePoet to be a little bit more than that. So now at build.codepoet, which the old codepoet.com has been moved to directory.codepoet, the new build.codepoet is kind of built as a resource site for, I mean, really I kind of read it as a resource site for the other half of people freelancing and building things with WordPress. So this isn't necessarily targeted at those high-end consultants, but more at the people who might need help uh, sort of structuring their business and building things with WordPress, you know, uh, earlier on in the process. Does that sound about right? Yeah, I think that's fair. Although I think even some of the other people can get something out of, like the responsive design ebook, for instance. Right. So the the two things that they did, and I actually I, I got a chuckle, and maybe I'm I'm wrong for uh, for thinking this way, but one of the things that my favorite thing about the CodePoet relaunch or the build.codepoet site are the two free eBooks, which they just call books on the site. Uh, I'm excited anytime somebody like them release something, release an eBook just to know that it can be done in a non douchey way. (laughs) Right. And I don't think that's like, it's easy to laugh at that, but I think, I don't know. It's really because, because releasing an eBook can, can really be no more than, Hey, I can make a PDF and put it online and people download it. Now I made a book. Uh, A lot of people, I think ebooks in general kind of have a weird name, not necessarily a bad name, but I think it's kind of awkward. So like these are well-designed, well put together. I mean, these could be um, small books that they've put up on their site, which is, which is really cool. And I just like seeing, uh, I guess people in our industry doing stuff like that. So that's my favorite part, but obviously I'm a little bit biased because I'm into publishing and stuff like that. Sure. But uh, the two ebooks, uh, getting pricing right, and then WordPress and responsive design. Uh, it, interesting because it's not like I mean they didn't release an ebook that's like how to use WordPress to do X or Y or Z, but they're issues that are specific or or, or they're issues that are 
relevant to those building things with WordPress. Uh, and they're cool. I, I haven't read through them yet, but there are a lot of smart people that were involved in producing them. So it's definitely worth a look. Yeah, I'm browsing it right now. But if I remember from the description, the uh, responsive web design one was basically case studies of three people and how they achieved certain things. And with WordPress and responsive design in general, images are kind of the big pain in the butt. Mm. Uh, so I'm hoping it has some details on how people have done done that with WordPress. That's a good point. Yeah. Good point. So anyway, Definitely. people need to check out CodePlay, and the site design is really, really well done in my opinion. Yeah, it's solid. Now, did you uh, take the the WordPress quiz? That is one of the the things they've uh, they've sort of integrated with a service that I've never heard of before called Smarterer. Smarter. Yeah, I started it, but it's so long. I started doing it yesterday. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, it's it's. I know it's kind of time too, so you have to really. It's got to be your full focus. Yeah. Well, once I take a full version, I will update okay. you. I saw that you took it. I did. I did. Uh, you are not in the elite. I, I'm not in the upper echelon. I'm in the You're one in below the second, that. Second echelon. Um, all I can say, and I know you haven't listened to, to late night yet because we recorded uh, past your bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I know that uh, I did score a few points higher than Brad Williams. So uh -oh. I, I don't know if we can really say that it's a one-to-one -one correlation between your skill with WordPress and the score on your test, but obviously that's the case. And so I am better than Brad Williams in all things WordPress. Well, that's, that's pretty much decided. based on the parts of it, I did see mm -hmm. a lot of it. Like you could not, you may forget off the top of your head, but you know, the beauty of WordPress is it's at your fingertips. Hmm. First, you just search for anything. So, yep. Yeah, it's a, it's a good quiz and it's a fun site, and people should check it out. And I'll have links to all the stuff in the show notes. Um, yeah, and I I think I actually finished the quiz, but I don't remember seeing a score because I never popped up anywhere, and I think I screwed it up at the end. Okay. So, I, but I don't remember. I don't know what I scored, but I remember I got all the way to submitting a question. I see. Okay. Well then. And, you probably did. Maybe you just need to connect your Smarterer account to CodePlay. I don't know. Anytime I have to connect to anything third-party, it kind of drives me crazy. So Fair enough. Fair enough. But, yeah, people should go to CodePlay is the point. Uh, so this came up uh, as something – I mean, I missed this. It happened like a month ago, and it was just kind of brought off offhand in the chat room in the podcast last night, the 1.4 update to P2 theme, uh, which I use. And I think you use it a little bit here or there. Maybe? Do you Sometimes. use P2 theme at all? Okay. Not um, on a regular basis. I just wanted to mention this because, you know, and I, maybe I'll even do a post about it because it's crazy cool. Um, and also kind of points out how hard it is sometimes <laughs> to track updates to themes like this. But in P2 theme version 1.4 released about a month ago, uh, and there's a decent post explaining the new feature. Uh, let me link it up in the chat room there. And the upgrade allows you to, well, I mean, custom menus, which, okay, that's cool, but to-do list support. So if you type in an X, a small letter X or a small letter O before like sort of a list as list items, you know, in a, in a um, you know, so if, uh, it's basically going to format that as an Ajax list. So if mm -hmm. you do, you know, zero, zero, you know, task one uh, or small O task two X task three, then that's going to uh, display on P2 when you post that as a list with the last item checked and the other two open. So you can sort of create impromptu task lists within P2, which is really, really cool. Yeah, that's pretty fantastic. Uh, so I think that's deserving of a post because, you know, it's just a minor thing, just a heads up. But for it's those clever, though. P2, super clever. 
I am a fan. Let's see. Did yeah, you uh, that, that write up that you put? Make sure you put that in the links. That mm-hmm. wpguru.co.uk. I will indeed. It's nice. It's a nice write up. So, did you get a uh, invite to Pressnomics yet? I did. You did. All right. So, uh, are you are you are you thinking you'll attend? I don't know. Okay. All right. Maybe if there's a WP Candy sponsorship involved. Ah, I see. <laughs> I see how it goes. I'm a poor man over here. <laughs> so, uh, Pressnomics, which is uh, uh, new this year, is a, an event uh, sort of focusing on the, the business side of WordPress, the economics of WordPress. And it's kind of uh, – it's an interesting approach in the sense that it's kind of half invite only and half general uh, audiences, even though – Sort of, I mean, the vibe you get from the whole thing is that it's sort of an insider event. It's sort of the the idea seems to be, you know, a, a conference for a conference about the WordPress, the business side of WordPress for those already in to WordPress businesses or already running them. So it doesn't it doesn't really. I mean, that's the vibe I get from it. It doesn't really come across as something that is looking for huge numbers like other events might. Right? Yeah, it's definitely a place where if you run your business off of WordPress or you work for somebody that's totally doing WordPress stuff or whatever, something where you're getting sick incomes, real income from WordPress, it's a place you'd want to be. And I really want to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I, I, I hear you. I, I get the message. I'll well, I can. I, you know, I got – uh, my company is – I'm going to – they're going to send me to WordCamp San Francisco. Mm. And I told them about both of these at the same time and – I think for our purposes, WordCamp San Francisco would be good. Oh yeah, well, I mean, you, you've never been before, right? Correct. So it's that that's that's a no brainer. I mean, uh, I think everybody should. Uh, it's it's gonna that's gonna be the higher concentration of people you should meet, no matter what, you know. Yeah, but I would love to go to uh, press comics. It's just it's really pretty close to WordCamp San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So it's August for. WordCamp, and this is in November. I guess it's not that close, but to me it is. Right, right. Well, yeah, to, to go to both uh, would be uh, a busy a busy fall, early winter. When you're just a little boy from Alabama, you know, you've going got a out whole, to the Wild West. You've got a whole world ahead of you. Just think, <laughs> of, just think of the opportunities. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think it, it looks awesome. I mean, a lot of... Uh, a lot of people have shown interest. I know some people are coming over from the UK that I've already noticed, and uh, a lot of WordPress business people are going to be there. So it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. I assume you're, you'll be there. I am planning on attending, yep. Uh, I haven't made all the arrangements yet, but uh, I, for, for the, the type of event it is and the type of thing that it is, I think it's a, it'll be a good fit for, for me to attend too. So I'm looking forward to it. And, yes, I did, I did get an invite. I think I posted yeah, it to the board. I figured you didn't know if I got an invitation because I didn't do – what seems to be the uh, <laughs> requisite tweet a pic of your invite. Um, you know, tweet tweet a pic or, or blog a pic. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a lot of people a, are doing that. It's I like, like the, oh, oh, look at me. I'm an elite. Well, you know, I think it's probably <laughs> half that because, you know, you've got to be a little bit uh, – I mean, let's face it. If you've got a blog or, or, a, or a Twitter account, you've got to be a little bit full of yourself. Uh, so then we've all got to <laughs> recognize that. So I think it's probably half that and half – like it's just kind of cool that they're sending out paper invites. I really like that. No, that's um, badass. I, yeah, it's, I really like. I was excited when I saw my. Yeah, that's cool. It's cool. I think for I think it, I think it's a weird, and this is sort of off 
off topic a little bit, but I think it's 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 weird and cool how exciting it is when you can make a tangible thing out of an internet thing, right? So I mean, just getting an invite to an event that it could just be a website and you could just you know basically all of your interactions with that thing are online until you actually show up. It's kind of cool to get. I mean, because it's not like that you know printing paper invites and sending them out is going to cost all that much. You know, it's 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 just yeah. time, and it just kind of adds that extra spark. I think it's really neat. I, I you that. know, it'd be a great topic at Pressnomics about relating to clients, since this is a more business thing. Mm-hmm. Is just talking about the value of a handwritten note or mm-hmm. a snail mail in a world where everything is email and right. digital. That's a good point. That's I guarantee point. you, a lot of people that don't do that with clients would have happier clients if they did. Just to kind of a, as a pleasant surprise sort of thing. Yeah, I learned that in my old world job, non-WordPress stuff. But back yeah. in the, back in ye old world, ye old world. Uh, be. One other thing I wanted to mention is that um, WordPress developer uh, Scott Riley has joined Audrey Capital. So Audrey Capital is uh, Matt Mullenweg's sort of uh, investment and research firm. And it employs, and I just learned this last night, so it employs uh, Otto and Andrew Nason, both of which work on a lot of projects for Matt and also do a lot of work on WordPress.org, which is where you'd probably recognize uh, them and from a lot of WordCamps that they attend and stuff like that. Uh, also, Rose, who is part of Audrey Capital, whose apparently position is Accelerator, which I learned last night. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, it, it, it kind of, like, I kind of... Otto described it and all the different things that she does. It kind of, I, I just, when I say accelerator, I'm kind of thinking Terminator. Like it's one of those people <laughs> on the team that just kind of, you know, can take on almost anything that needs to be taken care of. In any case, uh, so it's been a, it's a relatively small team. They just added uh, Scott Riley, who is, uh, you probably would recognize him more as Coffee to Code on, uh, in, in the WordPress world, at least. Um, lots of, lots of awesome plugins. I know I use, I think, a handful of them right now. And, uh, so he he was part of the I should have mentioned it back when we were talking about the plugin directory update, but he uh, was a big part of of those updates last week, and uh, it'll be exciting to see what kind of new work that Audrey can accomplish now that he's a part of that team. Yeah, I have to admit, I didn't know how many plugins he had. I mean, he's got oh, like yeah. thirty or forty plugins, and mm-hmm. actually now I'm connecting it. I saw. Something this morning, and I apologize because I didn't, I can't source the person I saw it from, mm-hmm. that said the first plugin in the plugin directory was one called Blog Time that was by Matt. Okay. Uh, way back in the day. Mm-hmm. And it looks like Scott manages it now. Huh. I did not know that. Trivia. Just a little bit of, a little bit of WordPress trivia for you. I'll make sure I get that in there. You're right. He does. And he has. Uh, this is just another cool part about the little author section of the plugin directory sidebar. Uh, Coffee2Code is the author of Blog Time, and he has 68 plugins altogether. Mm-hmm. Which but yeah, makes, I think makes him a madman. If I remember correctly, uh, I can't go. Let's see if I go to developers. I probably could to 1.0. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. You're looking for. Uh, I'm looking for a date. So I guess that would be... In- uh, it looks like the first one requires 2.6, mm-hmm. version 1.0. Yeah, so I'm, I don't, it, it must have been re-added to the, the yeah. plugin directory at that point. Yeah. Particularly hopefully if that was not, the first one. Hopefully I'm not lying through my teeth. But. Well, you know, there's always a chance. 
I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable calling you a liar. I think everybody else should. Either way. Yeah. Interesting add-on for Audrey. I'd still love to know what they do. I mean, I know Otto and Nathan, it, it's like Matt's basically writing a check to work on WordPress.org for, until he needs them for an Audrey project. You know, it seems, it seems like a, it's, a, it's definitely one of the cooler, I think, WordPress uh, businesses out there. I mean, Automatic gets a lot of uh, well-deserved praise. I think Audrey's sort of that, that cool sort of secret weapon. Um, and actually, it uh, came up during the chat last night, uh, and I'll link it up in the show notes as well. Somebody said, oh, man, so basically, because uh, of all the tweets that they were doing, uh, they were putting out last week, basically, you work for Audrey, and you work on WordPress.org, and eat barbecue. That sounds like a great place to work. Uh, <laughs> and, and they are, um, uh, despite recently adding Scott, uh, they still have a job listing on their site, so I'll link that up in the show notes. Uh, it's yeah. definitely just, you know, coolest group of guys. Um, I haven't uh, met or, or talk to Scott Riley as much as the, the rest of them, but um, I'm sure he's equally as cool, probably cooler, let's face it, than Otto Nason. He's probably a little bit cooler. <laughs> I don't know. I can't, <laughs> I can't speak to that very well. I've only, I only know Otto. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, then you know what I mean. Yeah. 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 Otto's yeah. a fun guy to hang out with and uh, <laughs> really nice. But, yeah, so, I mean, Audrey invests in companies that I know of. And, for instance, like Milk was sold to Google uh, this year, and it was one of their ones they've invested in. So I'm sure they do some pretty awesome stuff with these startups. Uh, maybe to vet them before they invest, or maybe help them after they invest. I have no freaking clue. I don't know anything about venture capital <laughs> or angel investing mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Uh, what, what, whatever this magic voodoo that they. But practice. it's probably pretty fun. Mm-hmm. So yeah, congratulations to Scott. Uh, well, that takes us to the end of our list. Did you have any? Uh... Uh, tip or pick, I guess plug-in pick is what we did last week. I don't know if you have one off the top um, of your head. I had something. Okay. I want to hear about it. You give me yours first. All right. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna cheat and use the one that I used last night because since we went so late and then I was up early getting the podcast posted this morning, I haven't really done any other plug-in tinkering since then. So uh, the plug-in that I picked last night, let me grab the link because it's actually hosted on GitHub. Um, uh, which is fine. It doesn't really bother me. You just download and upload it. Um, you know, it's a, it's a little, it's not quite as easy, but I understand why developers are using GitHub more. It is called uh, Better Internal Link Search. So I dropped that into the chat. And I use the, uh, I try to link back to content on WP Candy as much as possible. So I use the internal uh, internal link system a lot. So it's the box, you know, the, what was it added? Like 3.2, 3.1? I don't know. Uh, it's been in there a few versions now, but it's it's kind of a quick way to search for and, and add links to your content. Um, what I like about this plugin is it limits the searching that WordPress does to only the title of posts. So uh, by default, when you you know let's say you're trying to link to something that you wrote about you know apples, and then you type in apples, and WordPress is going to run a search on your content both in the title of the post and the content area of the post. And that's going to bring back, obviously, a lot of results. Now, for me, since I tend to link back to stuff a lot, if I do that with something like uh, a post about my functionality plugin or something like that, then if I type in functionality plugin, I'm going to get that original post, but it's also going to be you know, underneath a pile of posts that I've written since then talking about that. Uh-huh. So with this plugin, uh, the thing that it does that I really like is it, like I said, limits it just to the title. So if I type functionality plugin, it's only going to bring back results with post titles that are that include the phrase functionality plugin. 
That's uh, very nice. Which makes the searching a lot better. It also does some interesting little, uh, one other thing too, whatever you highlight to link, uh, it's going to default the search to whatever your highlighted text was. So depending nice. on how you're linking back, it might even already have searched for what you need. So I think it's just a really clever, it's not, uh, there aren't a whole lot of plugins that tweak how the internal links manager works. Uh, mm-hmm. so I was really excited to find it because it's, it's a really difficult thing to search for. I've tried seeing if people have done stuff like this before. And so it's really exciting to see. And I should uh, mention the developer's name after all this. Uh, Brady Vercher, I believe, as I let it load, um, which I'll try to I'll find his blog and get that linked up uh, in the show notes as well. Really, really cool stuff. Yeah, that's neat. Anybody out there that's used a website that has a lot of posts or pages mm-hmm. but just uses links or like if you're – if you have a lot of stuff and you're looking to – puts new stuff in the menu, any of that, any of that internal search stuff is difficult. Um, search is difficult in general. Yeah. Search is, is very difficult. And the hard thing too is like for client sites, we may run an import, but we'll probably add, like we'll have contact us and about pages and stuff like that kind of pre-built. And then we'll import all the random content from a website. Mm-hmm. And then looking for the contact us page is really hard because when you search for contact us, it'll return all the instances in a page content where it says uh, contact us. Which is probably a lot. <laughs> and it, Yeah, which is a, can be hundreds. Mm-hmm. And those are all newer than the contact us page. Right. So when you're in the link manager, like you're saying, you're trying to just get the contact us page. And it's like trying to put you to all these newer pages that have contact us in the body. So I am probably going to go install that in about 10 minutes yeah, on, our, you should. on our base install. It's awesome. It's awesome. It doesn't, yeah. like I said, it doesn't, it doesn't cover all of the tweet. Like I, I'm uh, still on the lookout just so I can avoid doing the work myself, but I'm still on the lookout for someone who's made a plugin to add uh, taxonomies to the links manager searching because I, I try to link to, to archive pages like that a lot. Uh, yeah, that would be good um, too. Because it defaults to just basically post types right now. But <laughs> in any case, that's, that's plenty enough for, for my pick. You, you go with yours. Uh, I saw this last night, and it's I noticed it via a blog post by Sarah Gooding on WPMU.org, mm. and it's a plugin called EasyTable, and it's got a uh, a method for uh, easily creating tables using CSV import to create a table based on a certain structure, uh, a bunch of neat different ways to do tables and. A lot of clients that I work with are old school and they got a bunch of big data tables or, you know, they might be in construction or something that requires just a ton of data. Uh, And tables are always kind of a pain in the butt, especially if a client needs to make a new one. Uh, So this looks really like a uh, nice way to handle it. I haven't tested it yet and I don't love that it relies on itself. So like you have to put it in the post as a short code. It looks like, I don't think you have an option to build it and then spit out the code. Mm-hmm. Uh, but either way, uh, it looks pretty neat and I want to try it and it's called easy table. I see, and I saw you, I saw you link it up. I, I, I didn't look, uh, at the plugin beyond the short code formatting, which I think is clever on its own, right? Like that's, that's probably enough to be yeah. a worthwhile plugin. It seems like it does some other stuff. Uh, like yeah, and, like I, and I might be playing it wrong by saying you can only do it with a short code. Mm-hmm. But either way. Yeah. Uh, what 
and I would like right now. I, so I use uh, WP Table Reloaded anytime I need to create a you know data set in a table. Yeah, um, and I knew you, I knew you did that. No. Yeah, well, but I think I think I actually like both. I think each takes care of a different problem, right? Because WP Table Reloaded uh, is how you should probably create a, a data table that maybe is going to be used across multiple pages or posts on a site. Whereas mm-hmm. Easy Table is for you know. The, the table that goes into one page, one post, and then that's the only place it ever lives. Yeah. Uh, which, For instance, yeah. one of the things this does, it's got a short code, and it says table, and you just say file equals with the path to your CSV file, and then close the short code. I mean, that's that's about as easy as it gets to huh. do a table, because just about anybody can go in Excel or Google Docs, make a table, export it as a CSV, right. upload that, and spit it as a short code. So a pretty basic user could create pretty complex tables. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. And this is by a guy, uh, Takian. Takian. T-A-K-I-E-N. Gotcha. It's brand new. I know Sarah keeps an eye out on the uh, the new plugins mm-hmm. list. So that'll be my pick. Very, very cool. Well, I think that um, takes us to the end of this episode, number 33 of the WP WP Candy Podcast. Sorry. Uh, I think that's it, right? And we'll do this again next week? I believe so. All right. Cool, Brian. Well, thanks. And thanks to a few people I see listed in the chat room. And uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. Adios. Adios.